0: okay so hi guys welcome to our podcast what's our podcast name babe it's been a while on On cue podcast (laughs) um we actually have a guest i don't know when this episode is going to be released but this is our um coming back moment yeah, we right. took a long break,
1: and uh, we we talked about. I even made I even made it a point to tell somebody that I was going to record. Uh, I was going to record one a week, or we were going to record one a week. And that was at the beginning of the year, and here we are, um, eight months into the year, and, and this is our first one back.
0: Gosh, so much has happened. Yeah,
1: and we picked it. We we picked a good one here. Um, yeah, our guest our guest tonight and, and friend. Uh, specifically in Nicole's, who who I've been lucky enough to meet uh, one time, but the guy really blew me away and I I talked a lot about him afterwards to Nicole and I followed him on social media. So I will let Nicole introduce him and him introduce himself, but it's a hell of a way for us to get back um, and this will will definitely be the start. It's the start that stops most people and this will be our start and uh, we'll get back into putting them out regularly. Mm -hmm. We're going to stick with it this time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the whole, I can't wait for you to share your story about this, but um, the idea behind your, uh, what do we want to call it? Your project? Mm, Yeah. Your project um, is something that, I mean, maybe not the whole idea, but it's what I took from it. Um, And I read it about one of your um, lunches that you had with a brother and sister that you went to a restaurant called Gratitude.
2: Yes, in ca- yeah, it's in uh, Southern California, somewhere, uh, uh, Newport Beach, I think.
0: Yeah, and how you and I got together was from our health and wellness coach, Rhonda, right. um, and she, uh, Gratitude Runs Her Life, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. it's what I learned from her, and I actually just did a giveaway. I'm doing giveaways for my birthday month. I turn 39 here soon, and i did a doing giveaways, and it's all about gratitude, about giving back. And so this totally plays perfectly into that. And I think everyone should just lead with gratitude because I mean, Corona and everything that's happening in the world, I think we should put something out really positive that could help change. You know,
2: there's, there's so much negativity out there now. It's easy to fall down that rabbit hole and get sucked in by everything else. And I think you're right with gratitude. If you can, um, find, find the gratitude in, in anything. Um, there's a lot going on that's not good, but we can find something good in everything. Mm -hmm. And if we look for that, it certainly will change our, our perspective and, um, and, and just the way that our mental health is affected by all of this at the same time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, so, Mike, before we get going uh, too deep here, you know, we will have a, it'll be a little intro here, but to make sure that everybody knows uh, a little bit about who you are and specifically why we're, we're talking today, not just because you seem to be a total badass, but what you, the goal that you, you made for yourself and what you did, why don't you just let everybody know what exactly we're talking about?
2: Okay. So, um, at the end of 2018, um, it was in December. And, you know, everybody is kind of gearing up for the new year and making new goals and resolutions and whatever you want to categorize those as. Um, I was was thinking, what can I do that is different than what I've done in the past? I've done all of the, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, you know, all of the typical things that, that you hear about, um, for goals or resolutions or or whatever you want to call them, and I wanted to do something different and something that was obtainable for me and um what I came up with was I wanted to I have a lot of friends on social media, but how many of those friends do I actually see? and, um, and interact with face to face in person, you know, um, other, other than seeing a highlight reel on, on social media, which is, you know, what we usually see. Um, and I, something struck me and I thought, well, there's 52 weeks in the year and, I easily have 52 friends could I have lunch with one person every week for the entire year and so when I thought about it because of my business and the way that I, I operate I can I can set my schedule I can do what I want when I want to do it and I thought I think I can do this so so that was my goal Um starting in January of 2019, I was going to have lunch with 52 friends through the 52 weeks. So that was kind of the uh, the the label that I gave it. And the hashtag that I used as I was posting was 52 friends in 52 weeks.
1: And you ended up doing it a lot quicker if I recall correctly, right?
2: Yes, because it it was it was really interesting in the way that it started and then the way that it progressed and then it snowballed. And so I actually finished the fifty-two, uh I wanna say it was somewhere around August or September. Uh-huh. Um maybe it was a little later, I can't remember. Um, but it was I, I still had a couple of months left in the year after I hit the 52. And so I just kept on because there were, what happened was people were seeing my post and seeing what was going on. And it got more and more people interested to where I had, I had more than 52 that wanted to have lunch. And, uh, it ended up being somewhere around, I think it was close to 80 that I, that I finally finished with uh, throughout the year year by the end of the year by the
1: end of the year, yeah, wow, now it seems like I still see you doing it quite a bit. Is it just still just being a friend and do it kind of getting to the point you wanted to, or is it still something you're trying to do like actively a certain amount of people for this year, or is I, it-
2: no I still at the at the end of uh, once I reached my goal and the end of the year came, um, i was I was done with the project. But it it became part of my life, really, um, to the point where I would still, you know, I was still going and having lunch with friends and it wasn't necessarily, you know, to meet any kind of goals. It was just to keep up those relationships and whether it was somebody that I had already had lunch with or that somebody knew um, you know, the, even even through the end of the year and I got close or, or surpassed my goal, I still didn't get everybody that I would have liked to. Um, and so there, there are, I'm, still, um, I'm still having some of those. As a matter of fact, I had one just uh, uh, two days ago uh, that I didn't get on my original list. And um, and then, you know, with the, the virus and all this, really put a, a hamper on those things.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. I was going to ask you about that, but also, so you and all the listeners know, it's not that I'm trying to dominate uh, the conversation between Nicole and I, but uh, the, one of the reasons why, Mike, you said it when we were chatting before we started recording, why we, it's it's, it's an excuse, but why we took a break with these podcasts is because we had a new baby and uh, the, ba- the monitor went off, so we had a crying baby, so Nicole had to to go take care of the baby so she'll pop back in here in a minute um did you do anything to re- I mean I know you were posting stuff on Facebook which was super mm-hmm. cool but did you do anything uh like any like diary or did you record it or anything like that um each lunch or how the how it was going or did you kind of just rely on what you were posting on Facebook
2: no I did kind of keep some notes um I tried to, um, some of them kind of got lost, um, in, in the, in the, just the activity. Um, but I did try to to keep some notes and some highlights of, you know, what, what positive things came out of that particular lunch. Um, and you know, something that I learned is, um, through that whole process is, you're not always going to come out with a bunch of nuggets from that conversation or that, that hour that you spend with somebody over lunch. I mean, you might just find that you don't have much to talk about. Um, And then there's others that you could sit there for hours. So, you know, there were, there were varying degrees of all of these, um, these interactions that I had.
1: You know, that's interesting you say that because and it's refreshing. I don't know you well, um, but just from what I feel like I know of you from Facebook and, uh, and talking to Nicole and, and the time that we spent together um, having lunch, uh, even the fact that you say that, like nowadays, the, the way that shit is nowadays, people are scared to say anything and, you know, it's like, uh, it's good to hear someone just say hey sometimes we can be friends and that means you could still be boring as fuck. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, we can still, absolutely. Lunch, we can still have lunch, but it wasn't uh, the joy of my life. It was just cool because we got to spend time together, but yeah, yeah. life changing conversations with all of my friends either. Right. We all serve a different role in each other's lives and it's refreshing to hear someone just remind us that it's okay.
2: <laughs> well, it, exactly. You know, we, we live in such a sensitive world these days that you know you you can't you know everybody can't be a hundred percent there's not a hundred percent in in every interaction that you have um and i think sometimes we just expect too much from from each other you know you just have to take it for what it is and and um and use that to to the best of your ability
0: isn't it funny too that we now have to kind of make ourselves schedule time with our friends versus that was like the only way of communication whether you like ran into somebody because where was telephones? Where was like, if someone's working all day and they're busy all day, they're not going to answer you. So then like you run into them and oh, I'm going to spend time with you. You know what I mean? Now it's like, it's pulling teeth sometimes to hang out with people.
2: Well, it is. And here's here's something that I that I learned through this process is if, if you truly want to see or interact with people make it intentional be intentional about your behaviors and don't just run into the friend at the grocery store or wherever you might see them and say hey we need to get together and then what happens you separate and then you guys don't get together you just you just go back onto your your regular schedule and doing what you're doing Um, and so if if someone says that to me, we need to get together. I say, okay, let's look at the calendar. What day works best for you? What time works best for you? What part of town are you in? Let's do it. Let's meet here and, and set the, set the appointment. Um, Because if people have appointments, typically they will, you know, they will show up. Um, But if you just put that random, we need to get together out there, it's probably not going to happen.
0: Well, and if someone says no to you, they're totally missing out because you know where every freaking great place there is. <laughs> you like know it, where to
2: go. Well, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it kind of became, um, um, I guess, a passion of finding these new restaurants in these different parts of town um, because, I, and it wasn't even different parts of town. You know, I had, uh, like you mentioned earlier, um, with Gratitude. I have friends in California. So I went to, I was out there, uh, visiting family. And so I hooked up with my friends out there and we went to a place that I would have never known about, but they knew about it. You know, now I know, and I can share it with you guys. Now, you know, that in, um, in Orange County, California, there's a restaurant called gratitude. Yeah,
0: that's cool.
2: Um, you know, uh, but I have, I have friends in Austin. I have friends in Houston. I have friends in college station. Um, Trying now, to think where else I might have gone outside of just the the Dallas area.
1: Were you uh, making trips to go specifically for these lunches? Because I did see that you traveled quite a bit, or was that traveling you were already going to do anyway? How did that work out?
2: Correct. The, the The traveling was related to my business, and so I knew that I was going to be in those cities on those dates, and so I I you know called the friends that I knew in those places and say, Hey, I'm going to be in town on this day. Do you have time for lunch? And so cool. made it and, and made it work out. Um, but, but, you know, and that's the other, another thing is that with, with, especially with people that live out of town, Oh, I would love to see you. Oh, I would, you know, you, you hear those things, but they're just words. You know, you have to, you have to put some action behind it in order to make things happen. And and I think so often we just don't do that.
0: So I had to step away for a second, so I missed. And I think this question was answered. I asked, wanted to ask if it ever seemed daunting to make plans with, like, to schedule it.
2: Um. I don't know. Well, I tell you what. What so what happened when I originally made my list of fifty-two? that was my list. So because it was my list, I got to pick and choose, you know? So let's say if I have 300 friends on, on Facebook, and I picked out 52 that I wanted to go to lunch with. But what happened was people started seeing these as I was posting and I was getting requests from people who weren't necessarily on my list. (laughs) <laughs> but wanted to be a part of something they they saw what i was doing and oh i want to go to lunch i want to be a part of this and some oh. of them were very eye opening they were people that i didn't think about maybe that i didn't know very well and so we went to lunch and it turned out to be very well and then there were some that weren't on my list they wanted to go i went and you know and i was just like you know there there wasn't much content there
0: that's so interesting,
2: and and that was uh, that was something that I even uh, discussed with Rhonda because, you know, she had asked a lot of questions about how it was going when I was about midway through, um, and I said, you know, unfortunately, some people are just not quality content human beings <laughs> <laughs> for whatever for whatever that means, um, you know, there just wasn't a lot of conversation there.
0: They're like sit on a bar, so have a burger together, drink a beer, watch a game, kind of, kind of hang out. Like, Correct.
2: Yeah. yeah, and not really say much.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was there any specific moment that brought a gratitude moment? I mean, you had a, quite a few lunches, but was there like one in particular that you left being like, "Damn."
2: um there were probably several of those because a lot of the people a lot of these people that I that were on my list and that I went to lunch with were people that I had known for 30 plus years and maybe haven't seen in 20 or so and and so it was just really nice to to sit down and, and talk to people and find out about what's going on in their life and not just the highlights that you see on social media, but, you know, tell me about the struggles that you have with your kids or tell me about the struggles that you've had with jobs or tell me about the struggles that you have maybe with um, depression or anything along those lines. I mean, I got a, a lot of information from people that I would have never known had we not sat down and had lunch face-to-face because nobody was ever going to share some of the things that I learned on social media.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. It just it just would never happen. Wow.
0: That's crazy. So this
1: is a silly question, but I thought about it every time I see you post. So... Did, would you say you typically go out to eat? What I'm getting at is did you add an extra trip out to eat every week? Or is this something you normally do? Cause all I could think was if you picked up all of those tabs or even just you paid your half, if you went Dutch, that's probably a lot more going out than you, you did before, unless you just supplemented one of those nights out
2: for this. Well, no, because they were all lunches and, and because of, the, the way that my business work is I, I have to, I eat lunch out every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm out on the road, I never know exactly where I'm going to be at lunchtime. So if I'm out running around, I'm going to stop and eat somewhere. And and that was a question that was posed from the very beginning was, wow, you're really going to eat a lot. You're going to eat out a lot, or you're going to eat a lot of lunches or something like that. I'm like, well, I'm going to eat lunch anyway, <laughs> so. It's not like I'm picking up extra lunches. I'm just going to be eating out for lunch every day anyway.
0: Yeah, with a friend.
2: Yeah. Now I'm just going to have somebody else with me.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. So I read. Um, I love that you put it in an album, by the way. That was that was a good call.
2: Yeah. That I thought that was the only way I was going to be able to keep track of it.
0: Yes, and I was so glad that you did that because I went through and I read them, and you told a story with each each friend.
2: I did. I tried to share a story. And another thing that I tried to do is I tried to help promote whatever that person had going. Mm
1: -hmm. So
2: if they were self-employed, I tried to promote their business. If they were working in some um, uh, MLM uh, organization, I tried to promote that. Um, if they were trying to reach a goal of their own, I would try to promote that. I tried to, I tried to, to promote whatever that person had going on.
0: Mm-hmm. You told a story about them, which is so cool. And then people message you and were like, I want to be a part of that. Like for as much as like we have our, our family, we have our like little niche here. And We have social media and we're all in each other's business, whatever people mm-hmm. crave being a part of something.
2: Correct. And, and that's how the list grew and, and, and it even, um, well, and, and it, it it grew and then I surpassed my goal and, um, and I ran, um, I, I I had people that wanted to be a part of it when they saw what was going on. Mm -hmm. They, I was having people ask me, Hey, when is my turn? When is my turn? And I'm like, uh, okay, well, let's do it. Let's do it this day. (laughs) You know, Uh Um, and, uh, you know, I had a, um, uh, a shirt made for me, um, that said, that says, it's not about the food. Uh And, And that was, you know, and that was the thing that all of this, all of this going to lunch had nothing to do with the food.
1: Yeah, we talked about that, I think, Nicole and I, because I was asking, you know, I was like, so is he a big foodie or whatever? And she was kind of explaining that. I mean, it seems like some places you did, it, it seems like it maybe kind of morphed into that a little bit where it was part of it. Like, mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to take you to this hole in the wall or dive or whatever. Like, now I know my favorite restaurant in Fort Worth I want to share with you, you know, hopefully we can do it again. But, but again, to your point, when we met, we just went to Fuzzy's. I mean, Fuzzy's is right. it's not like we were going there because we were like, oh, let's take them to this little hole in the wall that nobody knows. I mean, it was Fuzzy's. It was just about I got to meet you and and you and yeah. Nicole got to catch up. And Correct. Evie, right? We had Evie at the time.
2: Yeah. So, uh, that's cool. and, and that, that, was, that was the goal of it. That was the whole thing. It, it had nothing to do with – where are we going to go? It's, it was the fact that we're going to go. Yeah.
0: And I think at the time, Arlando, he, I don't think he knew yet about the 52 friends in 52 weeks. And cause he was like, who's this Michael guy that like is commenting on your stuff. <laughs> Who is this? Not like, who's this guy, but like, right. I see a guy Cause I don't have many guy friends that comment on stuff. But he, I right. was like, that's my friend, Michael. I love Michael. And he's like, Okay, I got to meet this
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, the way she was talking, I was like, well, geez, I should I should know him. He seems like, you know, he seems cool. And then I met right. him. Oh, I, he is definitely the type of guy I can hang out with. You know, I told him to call him, uh, You know, I really enjoyed following you on Facebook. And what I want to ask is, because I don't know you well, uh, is this something that you've kind of done throughout life, little things like this? Has this always been a part of your personality? Or is this something that you did um you just kind of you know come out of your shell a little i don't know was this something
2: you would have done any decade in the past um no i think this is more recent um uh, just over the last well really in a, in the about in the amount of time um of knowing nicole um i've learned a lot more about um Self-improvement and 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 gratitude and um, things of that nature and, and giving back um, and and so it's it kind of it kind of has morphed into that just over the last oh, oh I guess five years or so maybe I don't know time is going so fast, maybe longer than that now, but uh, somewhere in those in that range something
1: that I've noticed just, and this is purely from following you on Facebook and stuff though, is um, you also seem like the person and maybe talking about that. You're talking about self-improvement, but all I see you do is what you're talking about, helping other people and trying to make other people feel good and be nice and, and kind to everyone else. But I also see that you, you take time um, sometimes alone, you know, just a picture of sitting out by the pool or just, Uh, you seem like you're on your own, or you were fishing with your. I think your father, maybe was it your father? Good bit, yeah. Yeah, but you know, you you also take time to just enjoy life and have a little bit of introspect introspection, interest uh, to be introspective, maybe to to uh, just reflect, you know.
2: Yes, absolutely. Well, I I think um, I, I, and it may be something that comes with age too. You know, when we're when we're young. It's all about me, 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 and what can I do, what, what can I get, what can I get from this situation? Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I go to lunch with somebody, what am I going to get out of it? And um, I think as we get older, we find out that those really aren't the most important things in life. And sometimes when you are by yourself, you have to stop and just look around and reflect and, and be grateful for the things that you have and what is around you, because there's, there's a lot of people that maybe aren't as fortunate. Um, and I think, uh, well, I'm a big believer in karma. And I, I feel like you're going to get out of this world what you put into it. So if, um, you know, if you can do for somebody else, it's going to come back on you tenfold. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been uh, very blessed um, in this life. And um, a lot has been given to me. And so I feel like there's a lot that I need to give back because Mm -hmm. the way that I think of it is if I don't give it back, then I'm not going to get any more and I want more.
1: (laughs) So you, you ended um, at the end of the year. So so it was right before, you know, we were going to, I was going to ask you, I didn't know if you were still doing it. I mean, actually you still want to see friends, but I was going to ask you how this whole, uh, the current situation that we're in with the, pandemic affected your uh, project if you will but that was all done last year
2: correct it 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 ended at the end of 2019 and it's it's really because I've thought about that a few times like wow what if I had started or tried to do this in 2020 instead of 2019 it would have just been blown out yeah a long time ago Mm -hmm. um and and yeah there's really no way that I could have done it this year but Um, you know, once I finished, it was, it was kind of like, okay, I did that and I'm done because it did become consuming Yeah, because it was, you know, it it was, it was at the front of my thoughts all the time who, okay, who's on my schedule for this week? Who am I going to lunch with this weekend? And and so as it progressed and that's how I got ahead of my goal is that I was doing more than one a week. Yeah, and some, I was gonna ask sometimes you there know. were even uh, there were even situations where I was doing more than one at a time. Yeah. You know, if it was multiple friends, I might go to, to lunch with two or three friends at a time.
0: Okay, yeah. ahead, Let's just get this numbers
2: done. Let's do it. Right. It, it, yeah. And, and unfortunately, you know, it, that, it that was hitting those numbers and those, those particular conversations may not have been as, as detailed or, you know, as um um as learning as a one on one would have been, you know, when there were more than one people person there. I
0: think that comes with anything. I mean, I always use fitness as an example, you know. That's why I asked if it was daunting because you know, one day we're like, Yes, I'm gonna work out and the next day we're like two middle fingers up, like, no, I'm not gonna yeah. do it. Like, whether you follow through or not, you know, it's super important. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I th- well, I think, you know, by the end of the year, it was uh, it was a relief to be done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now do you plan on doing, uh, are you, I think I know now from, from the last few statements, uh, how it got to be long and consuming, but have you given any more thought of doing something different? Maybe not lunches, but maybe, I don't know what the hell people can think of, but have you thought about doing anything else like this again?
2: I did at the, at the beginning of this year, I thought, well, wow, what, you know, that was such a success. What am I going to do this year that can equal or match or top that? And, and I didn't come up with anything, but, but what I have tried to do when I have the opportunity is, is have lunch with a friend and make it meaningful, have a purpose, um, Uh, I don't know if you saw the other day and, you know, with all of this, that's going on. Um, I had, uh, I had lunch with a friend and we talked about race relations Mm. and you know, that's a big topic right now. And, um, and my friend is black. And, and I said, tell me what it's like from your perspective. You know, when you wake up in the morning, like we had lunch in uptown and I said, Is this a place that you would come and hang out at night? And and he said, no. He said, I wouldn't because, not because I'm afraid, but because of what I have to deal with. For instance, I tried to go into a club and I had on camo pattern shorts. And the bouncers wouldn't let me in because, he said, because of my shorts. So as I turned around and walked away, there was somebody, two or three people back in line, also with camo shorts, who was of a different race, and they let them in.
1: No you know? way.
2: And, and and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He said, no, that's still stuff like that still happens. Yeah. Um and and so um, you know, my 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 thinking and what I'm learning about that is. You know, you would never know that if you didn't. It, I would have never known something like that if I didn't ask. Right. Yeah. And so I think, you know, these conversations are important to find out, you know, what is it like to be male or female or or black or white or straight or gay? I mean, all of those things, It if, if that's not who you are, then you don't know how it is for the other person.
0: Right. You know, it's super interesting that you say that, too, because we have conversations now because we have two girls and I'm like, we talk about the future all the time and we talk about yeah. what we're going to do or parent or how this is going to be, whatever. And I'm like, no, we have to do it this way because this is how you have to teach a, a girl how to be out in public. You have to teach her how to watch out for things, what to do, how to just everything. And he's just, I know a couple times, he's like, what do you mean? Like, you have to deal with that? Like, not that you never like I don't think about that but just it's different it's yeah. totally different.
2: absolutely well yeah we don't think about the things that you think about when you go out in public
0: Mm-mm. I'm constantly uh, like I don't tell I don't really talk to our neighbors a whole lot like around here I'm not it's not like I'm not friendly but like no one needs to know that I'm at home with Right. you know what I mean
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it's dangerous yeah. you know and when it's like whatever Nope, no, no, we do.
1: So yeah. bless, bless the person that tries to come uninvited into this home.
2: <laughs> right, and that, but that's the you know that's the um, that's the world we live in now. Uh, that you you can't share all of your information with everyone that you run into because you just don't know anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll tell you something that I just did, Michael. This is off topic, but in lines with that, I think every every human being um, in our community, specifically if you're raising kids, what is that thing saying right there? Nothing important? Nothing You know, you can get on and find your local sex offenders. um, And that's public information. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's something I never thought about before, but now that I've got two little girls at home, and you know, I've got three females in this house, it's like, oh, let me pop on and, and just see how close the nearest creep is, you know, and I think that's important. I've been telling all my friends about it lately. I'm like, hey, especially with the climate right now and and these crazy fools that are trying to push pedophilia as a sexual orientation, I'm like, I think everyone should at least know where, because it gives you all kinds of information on what they did, when they did it, you know, um, and, and where they live, and I think everyone should know if there's, some scumbag living that close you know well
2: exactly when you were when you were single would you have ever looked at that website or you know look for that information i don't have little kids i haven't never looked that information up right mm-hmm. but, yeah it's it's important i think it's important to know and and uh i'm glad that that information is available
0: mm-hmm. well even when we had our first blind date i specifically showed up late so he wouldn't know what i drove or where i parked my car like I have to think about that kind of stuff.
2: Right. That's something that a man never thinks about when he goes to meet a woman for a date. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, I remember um, when when I first started dating my wife, um, because at the time, her daughter was 10. Mm -hmm. And so our first couple of dates, I did not pick her up at her house. We met somewhere because... She was protecting her home and and her child and things like that but that's just that's just the things that you deal with I guess
0: mm-hmm. um, so moving back to topic that's a heavy conversation to have yeah, <laughs> I, think, yeah.
1: I think that if we get back into our um, into our <laughs> podcast that will that will uh, there's a good chance that that topic will somehow or another ease into almost every. Episode purely because if nothing else, right now I'm extremely passionate about it. I've been telling people I don't lose sleep. Uh, Nicole knows she hears me all the time, but I've got strong feelings on social things and politics and religion. But all of that stuff, I'm not one of those people that I think because I. I'm still as American as it can get. And the fact that I I remind myself why we're supposed to be proud Americans is that, and that's because we can have different views. Mm -hmm. We should accept that and know that, and we can still talk about it, and we don't have to hate each other and lose sleep over it, right? Right. Uh, So I I don't ever lose sleep about politics, religion. When I've been worked up about something, I get passionate about it, and then it is what it is, and I'm good with it. I, mm-hmm. I found myself for the first time, I was just talking to one of my um, good friends who's been on the podcast named Tom Murphy. And we had this, uh, he's, he's the closest friend of my life for a reason because he challenges me with um, mm-hmm. everything and my thoughts. But I was just telling him it's weird because uh, I'll be 39 soon. And for the first time in my life, I feel extreme about something, meaning I have found myself either staying up late because I'm so worked up or right when I wake up, you know, like I've, I've legitimately been losing, not a lot. I'm not saying unhealthy, but I have now lost sleep because of my mind thinking about these sorry. Freaks that, you know, pedophiles. Mm -hmm. um, So it's something that I'm very passionate about right now. And I can just see it'll it'll ease into a lot of our conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: and, and I think that's a good thing about these podcasts is that you can invite guests on and have that can be the topic. You can talk about you can talk about race. You can talk about um, um, uh, what's the um, I guess uh, sexual orientation or um, pedophilia or you know whatever that category falls under. You can have all of those conversations.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, it's crazy to think there's so many podcasts out there. I don't know if you've seen the numbers, but it's uh, there's I think there's close to a um, I think like close to a million podcasts or something. Now a lot of them are like us. We've done 12 or 13 episodes and that's it. But mm-hmm. it's uh, I think it's one of the coolest things. You know, maybe in my lifetime as far as how we communicate with each other. And and there's a lot of really good ones out there where we can now we can get our news. We can pick and choose you know where we're getting our news and it's not completely dominated by one side or the other like, independent news sources are actually doing really well in the podcast uh, scene right i didn't know that oh yeah and there's a few you know matt tell you there's a few people specific people like journalists that um you know, do a good job of just giving information and not having the bias because they're not controlled by anyone. Yeah. They're, you know, as soon as someone, at network or someone, if someone came in and said, hey, we love your podcast, just if Michael Hayes says, hey, I love your podcast, I want to sponsor you and I want to get you a studio and I want, you, you know, I want to do whatever you want and I'm going to give you X amount of dollars. That would be awesome if somebody would do that to us, but I would be so scared because as soon as someone starts giving you money at some point, there's few people that are as nice as this guy, but at, at some point, they're going to want to control your information or what you're doing or what you're sharing. Or hey, make, hey, listen, uh, my sister's brother's nephew's, um, you know, cousin is a sexual offender. Trying to not talk about that stuff too much, you know. But because these podcasters can uh, make money on their own through sponsorships or something that they can control. They're able to talk about whatever they want, which means just give you information without a bias.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree.
0: Um, So I went through your uh, album and I wrote down, I read, like I said, I read all the stories, which I love reading that stuff. You have the most eclectic friends list. Like they were all walks of life, like all shapes, all sizes. Like everyone was so different yeah you know um and then along with your friends you have a very eclectic shoe collection
2: well that's uh yeah that's a that's another story um they are uh i i probably have more shoes than well i know i know i do i have more shoes than my wife <laughs> so you're a big shoe collector huh? oh yeah
0: i noticed that like as i like in the teens i was like michael has got some pretty baller shoes. Oh, there's another pair of baller shoes. Okay.
1: Do you have a favorite pair? Does it depend on the event, or, or do you have like one pair that like that's, those are my MJs, or that's my whatever handmade Italian leather.
2: No, it's uh, it's kind of the mood, or uh, uh, maybe where I'm going, or what I'm wearing, or how I feel that day. It it there's there's not a favorite. They're they're on rotation. <laughs> so I'm not a I'm not a big I'm not a big shoe guy. All right, I like shoes. I like,
1: I like. I think it's cool that people like you that collect them and stuff like that. And I like cool shoes. I just don't have a lot of shoes typically, right? Right. I've worn the same. I've I've had the Cortez, right? Nike Cortez, right? Nineteen seventy-two, I believe. But um, I've had a pair of Cortez every year of my life since seventh grade of course <laughs> I've always designed you know the gangster nights, right like gangster nights. I and I just made and they used to be really comfortable and they've always been cheap usually you can, up until recently you can get them for like 42 bucks and um, I think you paid 60 for the last pair yeah the last pair I got, I got and uh, they started getting uncomfortable and I just made the jump now I'm now officially chucks I got my first pair of chucks and now I've got two pair and I've decided man after about Three or four days of some chucks on your feet they're like socks they're so comfortable right and and, and you can get all the different color I'm like that's what i'm going to. same thing they're affordable under 50 bucks mm-hmm. and they can get, they can look sharp like if you throw on some nice clothes or they can just be casual or i'm like oh that's my type of shoe i don't need to have a bunch of different shoes i can just have different colored chucks yeah he doesn't really- have a
0: bunch of shoes if he finds one shoe, he will literally buy 10 yeah. of them <laughs> Yeah, I do that. Like, I don't have a bunch of different (laughs) types of shoes,
1: but, like, for instance, right now, I got one different color scheme to Chuck's.
0: And there's a pair of shoes that I got for him. It was for Father's Day. So every time he puts those on, Eviana goes bananas because we gave that to him as a gift. Yeah, new shoes. It's so cute. They'll be new until
2: they're gone. Now now they have a story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, stories are so cool. So speaking of stories, so you have a friend who's lost 100 pounds. Yes that's badass
2: anyone yeah. who do that is like that's amazing yeah um, um go ahead yeah he uh, uh you know um sometimes we have to be pushed and um he i believe he had a heart attack oh. and um and you know obviously he made it through that um but that was his motivation that's when he said okay enough of this no more of this eating the way that i am the more lack of exercise um i think i'm pretty sure that he even stopped using tobacco products at the same time like you know just just cleared out all of his demons at the same time um but that's you know that's tough to do but those are the kind of stories that you don't necessarily see on social media mm-hmm. um and that's what i got out of going to these lunches was finding out things like that and you know, how did you do it? What did you do? Um, what was your motivation? How did you keep going? Things like that. Was there
1: anyone in this?
2: Uh, I'm sure you had multiple cool stories, as you've said.
1: But is there any one story specifically that just, or, or not story, um, date, uh, lunch date that just blew you? That just stood out amongst the rest, or that that um, experience was just, you
2: know, there was just something about it that was the cut above, or and maybe not um i wouldn't say one but there was there was probably you know uh, my top 10 for sure um and those are the ones that i could have sat there and we could have talked all day long you know just you know everything just clicked Mm -hmm. and there were there were several you
1: went to california was there is that the furthest you traveled i mean
2: i know um yeah california was the furthest that i traveled
0: yeah, yeah, the brother or sister that was the California one, and then there was a friend. who said, "Mobile. We had mobile phones installed in our cars and called each other on holidays for no reason other than it was free." <laughs> yes,
2: absolutely. That that's uh that's showing my age a little bit when uh when um mobile phones well they were they they weren't uh, mobile like they are now. They were installed in vehicles and um and back then we paid by the minute. <laughs> and there was a different rate between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a different rate for the weekends. And then, um, and then I'm sorry?
1: Roaming, right? Was that no? Roaming came in later with Wi-Fi, I guess. No, no. Well,
2: there was there was roaming. So if you went outside of your home area, yeah, that that cost even more. And then, um, uh, and then, the phone companies would graciously give us these holidays for free. (laughs) We were giving them all of this money. They would let us talk for free on on a holiday
0: isn't that amazing? Okay, so I have a question for you. So if you were going to symbol to somebody like when you're not actually holding the phone, how do you like do the sign language like you're talking on the
2: phone? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> how how would put you put the phone it? to your ear right now? Put the phone to your
2: ear. Just with oh, ear. oh, it would be it would be like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know
0: how would you put the phone? To the Same ear way. Right? <laughs> so it was on TikTok where I saw it. So there was like uh, just just for all you listeners. So because we're we're on a Zoom, we're doing this through Zoom right now. We really? we
1: can see we can see each other. And so just so you know, what we all what we just did, Michael, uh, Nicole, and myself, we all extended our thumb and our pinky finger, and we put it to our mouth and our ear.
0: So then, so there's this dad on TikTok, and he goes around and asks his family, "Hey, how would you?" Say you're talking on the phone, but you're not really talking about how you're talking on the phone. All the old people went like this. Uh-huh. All the young people went like this. They, really? They put their palm their whole, on the like flat. They put
2: their whole yeah. hand to the side of their face?
0: That's, yeah. that's not like
2: this. Right. It's flat on the face. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Well, and I could also see them because I see it so often driving down the road. I could see it like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Because people hold their phone like this to talk yes yes and they drive they drive and talk like that
0: so. <laughs> um i did write down it's not about the food it's about the people and the guy that was i don't know if he was your 52 but he was the post of um that made you the shirt but he was god uh, refresh my memory i had a whole story about that guy who was the tall guy that was one of the ending pictures Hold on, no, no, I have it. I saved it.
2: He might have been fifty-two.
0: Because he was, he requested to be the last one, David.
2: Oh yes, well, okay. So, so David is a is a very good friend of mine, and he, uh, so all the way back to the beginning of this, the first week of January. Um, I, you know, so I, I start and I think I'd have to look at the calendar, but I think. That January started maybe on a Sunday or a Monday, and um, so I made this goal and I put it out there on social media so the world knew what I was doing, and so I look at my schedule, and um, and I'm like, hey, um, Thursday of this week I don't have anything going on. Let me see who I can schedule for lunch. Well, I started making phone calls, and. The first 10 people that I called turned me down. They they already had plans. And I thought, "Uh uh-oh. 10 people. 10 people in a row. And I thought, oh, wow, this is not going to be as easy as I thought it was. (laughs) Because 50% of my goal is going to require the participation of someone else. Mm -hmm. And I can't control them. So we get to, uh, that Thursday and I can't, there's nobody there. And then Friday comes and, um, and David calls me and he says, Hey, have you had your lunch this week? And, uh, and I said, no, not yet. And he goes, okay, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check off the first one or whatever he said. Um, and he said, meet, um, meet me and someone else for lunch and it was another mutual friend of ours and I said okay cool so we go to lunch and then so it's time that the lunch is over and I've I've already decided that I'm gonna take pictures with everybody that I have lunch with and and then I'll write my post about you know that particular lunch mm-hmm. so when I we go to take the picture I say okay take a picture of me and the other friend and David says well wait a second why not me and I said well, because you and I go to lunch a lot, and I'm going to keep you in my back pocket for, <laughs> when, for when I can't get anybody else. And he says, "Oh, I see. So you're going to use me." So then it became a joke to where, to when he said, "No, I'm not going to be. Nope, you're not taking my picture. You're not taking my picture. I'm going to be the last one." And so, uh, so, so he was the last one. <laughs>
0: That's real cool. That is cool. Yeah, you have you have someone that was a college friend you have a 30-year friendship I can't remember which one that one was you have fat cat from elementary school right like you have all of these friends from like forever ago I didn't have anyone from elementary school that I'm friends with
2: well I grew up in a small town and um you know if it wasn't for Facebook and social media yeah. there these relationships wouldn't be there um mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I, I a lot of the people that I went to lunch with, I've known, you know, for 30 years or, or more, you know, um, Fat Cat, I think, um, I know we probably fourth or fifth grade um, is when we met in school and have been friends ever since then.
0: That is the coolest thing. I read all of it and I was like, he has another friend from forever ago. Like, it yeah. just and then your number 15 was the reason you have tint my glass. Maybe not like the the reason, but he was a big influence on you started Oh
2: yeah, and that's another traveling one. He's in Arizona. Oh
0: okay. Uh, yeah. What's the story behind that?
2: Yeah, he um so we worked together sometime in the mid nineties and then um and then he moved away and then he started his business. Um, around uh, 2000 or somewhere in that neighborhood. And, um, and so as I was contemplating starting my business and, and getting things going, um, he, he is the one who, um, who was there to, to help me and push me and motivate me and show me different ways of doing things and, and, and how to get it you know, set up and going. So, um, yeah, that was, that was him.
0: That's so,
1: cool. so Michael, uh, I, I thought about it earlier, but we were kind of, we had a good flow going about, about your project and all, but it's come up a few times and unless you don't want to, but, uh, you know, you want to share your business. If, if I remember you're, uh, you have your own business, right?
2: Correct. Uh, the name of my business is Tent My Glass and it's a commercial and residential window tinting company. And I work all over DFW, North Texas. Um, uh, I'll travel to Austin, San Antonio, um, you know, wherever it needs to go, I'll go.
1: And you do, if I recall correctly, you do pretty much uh, size-wise. There's nothing that's too terribly small, right? I don't think you do vehicles.
2: You have- I don't do vehicles um, because I don't have a, a shop. Um, in order to do vehicles properly, they need to be done in a, a good, clean environment. Um, and because I don't have a um, a location like that, um, I don't do I don't do any automobile.
1: But, but size wise, anything other than that,
2: I mean, there's nothing uh, you don't do. Yeah. Size wise, you'll do anything as small as whatever or as large. Correct? Yep. Yep. Size size does not matter. <laughs> there it is.
0: How did you want? How did you want to do this, Where where did this like dream little baby come from?
2: Um. Well, it it kind of just morphed. I worked for a window tending company back in the 90s. Um, So that's how I learned the business. And then it just became, um, it became a trade that I had learned. Then it became a side hustle. And then in 2017, the company that I was working for just up and close their doors one day after being in business for 35 years. They just came to us one afternoon and said, uh, four 30 this afternoon, we're closing the doors. And everybody was just like, uh, what? And so, um, so from then it was okay. You know, where am I going to go from here? What am I going to do? I'm going to find another job. And after a few months of that, I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put all of my energy towards this business and I'm going to make this work. And, um, God willing. And fortunately I have, it's been going on now full-time for three years. Uh, whereas before, you know, it was just, uh, uh, on the side, um, you know, like I said, kind of a side hustle.
0: Yeah. Cause all of a sudden I started seeing all this tint in my glass and I was like, Michael, what do you got going on? Right. It- I'm not even into any of that, and I'm like this. It was so cool to watch and so cool to see.
2: Right, right.
1: I have a question for you. then. oh, your hat's badass. You just turned to your head, and I got to see the American flag on there. I didn't realize that.
2: Oh, the whole, the whole.
1: Oh, cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, it's a bit of a shadow from you know from our side. We see a shadow, so I didn't see the whole. Right. Office.
2: That's what I told you. I need a I need a ring light.
1: Yeah. Need a light. So with your with your business, um, you know. We we everyone knows the state of our economy now, and how many people are struggling, and how many people didn't make it, and how many people are not going to make it either. They know that they're not, or they unfortunately don't know it yet, but they're not going to make it. Now on the flip side of that, um, if you get past the insensitivity of how this sounds. Um, not talking about, you know, the unfortunate people's lives have been lost and, and people's lives have changed. I'm not saying that, but for some people, because of what they do, maybe, or the industry they're in, or whatever, it is, it, they've done very well. Um, there's some industries that have, you know, just because they're providing things that we now need that we didn't need before. Right. For so instance, construction and, you know, a lot of big commercial businesses that don't have. People in their buildings all day. They're taking, They're using this to remodel or whatever. So there's a lot of things that have just been in high demand. Has that been the case for your window tinting, or, or was it slowed down because
2: there's not as much money moving through
1: the economy? Well,
2: it, it's it's interesting. It's kind of it's kind of switched up a little bit. Um, the window tinting specifically slowed down, but I have a very large client that I do a lot of work for and they have um, um, many, many locations throughout the state, and they needed, it's not window tent related, but it's similar material. It's a uh, plastic with an adhesive on it, and they needed these stand here to maintain social distancing stickers installed on their floors oh yes wow and um and so we've been doing a lot of those lately um just you know and that's you know that's something who would have ever who would have ever thought we'd be going around placing stickers six feet apart that's exactly my point is like think about people who were in the sticker
1: game if you will or, or something like what you're doing every store you walk into now and mm-hmm. every, I mean, there's social distancing. Please mind your social distancing. You know, there's some things now that there's companies, the Clorox guys, and that's what they were hurting before, but I think Clorox just came out and said that they they will not be able to catch up at this current rate until at least January of 21. Like, they're behind
2: five, six months, you know. Right. Because people who not- would have ever thought that people were going to buy five containers of disinfectant wipes at a time? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's another one there, uh, There's another project coming up that, that hasn't been finalized, but I may be installing some clear plexiglass barriers. Uh-huh. Um, and that's totally has nothing to do with window tending, but again, it's for my same big client. And they said, Hey, could you do this for us? I'm like, uh, sure. You right. know, I'll figure it out. <laughs> right? Yeah, no joke. If it's a- you know, and, and, and I think that's that's what you're going to see is is people that can figure out how to to manipulate their business. I mean, I know a lot of um, a lot of the window film manufacturers that make um, thicker clear films for um, for safety and security. They they converted their production and they were making those face shields. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's a it's a clear film, and they can attach it to some kind of thing to put on your head, and and um, so.
1: I don't know how true it is, but I know I heard somewhere that a lot of gin distillers, specifically in the Midwest, you know, that make gin. It has something to do with because of the way they make it and the way that the the process of of producing it. Um, they turn their distilleries into basically um, like.
2: Sanitizing—they—they started making sanitizer. Correct. I think some of the uh, uh, the the however that process works, the leftover material that normally would get thrown away, is a product that can be used to make hand sanitizer. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've heard. I've heard the same thing.
1: Okay, you got to explain. So Nicole, you know we'll, we'll probably be wrapping up here. shortly. I, I hate to end it without her being back in here because in case there's something that she, you know, we haven't got to yet. Um, But I've I've been talking to you now, coming up on an hour, and there's a really cool piece of art in the background. Uh, Do you care to
2: explain that for, and I don't... That? Yeah, yeah. I have have no idea what that is. And I even (laughs) thought about that when I set up, when I set this up, I thought, you know that's in my background and i have no idea what it is my 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 daughter is is an artist and there's several pieces around the house that um that are hers but this one i don't i don't i don't think it is that's i know that's not her name so um, I, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, cool enough. That's that's funny because as interesting
1: of a person as you are, I was like he's probably got some badass story to go with this painting, and you're like, I, I wish,
2: I wish <laughs> I did. That's funny. I wish I did, but I have no idea what that is.
1: You know, you know what I was thinking about whenever uh, you know. Lots of times when we do these shows, I really prepare. Nicole is not the one that to prepare too much, and I am. And uh-huh. when she really went and looked at you know your, your project she really prepared quite a bit and I was asking I was like so when are we talking she's like oh yeah we're doing that tonight and I was like oh crap you know so right. um, but I was thinking about it earlier today I was like you know this is when I wish I was on the like on the the big stage you know where our podcast had hundreds of thousands of listeners and we had sponsors and there was some monetization because how cool would it be of course now it'd be rough with the COVID thing but you know it'd be like hey Hey, what I'm going to do for you, because I think you're so cool, is I'm going to throw you a big, we're going to have a big gathering, a barbecue, or we're going to have, you know, rent out a conference room and have everyone that you had lunch with over the year together for
2: one big meal. Like, oh, right. How cool would that have been to have a. I, I, I really thought, I thought about that. I thought, wow, what if I could get them all together for a big party? But man, do you know how expensive that would be to, to, to have, a, have a party for 52 people? yeah exactly
1: exactly when you draw the line you're like well i actually had with more people
2: because you did you know so it was 80 or whatever yeah right yeah right exactly and the logistics of it and everything else yeah oh yeah and trying to get everybody everybody on the same page at the same time exactly it would have been uh speaking of the same page
1: this i have my 20 year high school reunion coming up and uh Mm -hmm and three weeks, and I, I wasn't going to actually go to this one. I was like, yeah, I'll go 20 years. You know, I didn't go to the 5, 10. I didn't either, but anyone I kept in touch with, I wanted to, and anyone else I didn't give a crap about at the time. But now that I'm getting older, I'm like, yeah, I, all of a sudden, I used to never keep in touch with, you know, if I didn't know you, I didn't want to be your Facebook friend. And now as right. I've gotten older, it's cool. Like, I think I'm in, I've got, we've got a little group where there's like 80 or 90 of us from high school who I haven't seen since then, but it's kind of cool to follow their lives and,
2: you know, we'll message back and forth. But Well, uh, I encourage you to, when, when you do go to that, to try to, I mean, it's going to be difficult because it's going to be in a setting where everybody's going to try to talk to everybody. Um, but try to have at least a few meaningful conversations, not just about, Hey, you know, what are you doing? Where do you work? How many kids do you have? That kind of thing. But really find out, Ask people, you know, what's going on in their life. What what do you struggle with? How do you overcome that struggle? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, It'll be interesting. I I I was definitely going to go, and then Houston got hot there with it because it's in Houston, you know. And then Houston got hot, and I was like, all right, maybe not with the kids. And now I'm kind of I have an RSVP, but you can still show up and. uh, now I'm feeling like I'm gonna go, you know, kind of see what I could do to mind the distance and the mask and everything, but i I really want to go, but
2: so they're still gonna have it
1: supposedly but it, and it's supposed to be like at a at a ice house, you know, which is like this Kirby ice house in Houston, but I don't know that's why, so I'm just kind of waiting I'll see you know I got three more
2: weeks at this rate, uh the landscape changes how week to week yeah week, yeah it's day. it's it's hard to make any plans cuz you don't you don't know what it's going to be like it it could just go away or it could uh it could just get worse right yeah exactly it's a strange time you know it's been interesting because
1: um my generation you know unfortunately as americans in general but especially my generation um we almost become arrogant you know as or maybe that's not the best word, but like, this shit can't happen to us. We're America, right? right. The, the only wars that we lived through, we went in and just dominated and kicked ass. They weren't—I mean, people got hurt. People on, right. in America, there was PTSD. There. I'm not minimizing, but especially uh, the Gulf War. You know, it was like right. uh, Afghanistan. Obviously, that's where. But the Gulf War—I think we had like one friendly fire life loss, and that was it. We just went in there and scudded the shit out of them, and. Yeah, that, I, think that,
2: I think that lasted like thirty days.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we were like, nothing can touch us. No, we're good here. We're in America. This shit happens overseas. This happens in Asia, in Europe. You know, and then uh, all of a sudden, this virus comes around, and it's like, oh man, these are the things that we grew up listening to. People live through whether it was the, you know, the World War or uh, the Depression or Vietnam. You know, things that were really impacted the entire country. This is, I mean, with the exception of 9-11, mm-hmm. but even 9-11, that just, that impacted us uh, emotionally and, uh, you know, maybe financially some, the economy, you know, but it came back. But but even though we felt bad and we were scared because terrorists attacked our country, we a lot of people around the country did not feel the physical pain or know someone really close to them that got sick or hurt you know there was a, a few thousand people up there and then their families but in the big scheme of things uh th- th- for our population most people in our country don't do not know someone whose life was lost at 9 11. not i'm not trying to minimize that but we're now getting to a point where most of us all know someone close to us who has been COVID positive or will mm-hmm. be you know and so uh it's interesting it's very interesting
2: yeah it's um it it's definitely a strange time and and i think we have to um maybe not watch so much of the news and and just do do what is right for you and your family and your household and not be concerned about what everybody else is doing um which is really cutting down on all our social activities and, and, you know, reunions and gatherings and things of that nature. But
1: Yeah, I've got to the point. So I'm a big news junkie. I read a lot. And then I got to, I like to watch uh, the national news in the evening. And depending on the mornings, you know, I have the news on. This is before. I usually just I like to watch the news in the morning and the evening. But mm-hmm. and then I read it throughout the day. I can read my different websites that I want to read or whatever. Now it's to the point where I watch the national. I watch the local news um, maybe twice a week, and I'll watch the national national news maybe twice a week. Like Monday, Tuesday, I'll watch it. You know, kind of the beginning of the week, and then sometime around the end of the week, Friday or something like that. But the way my mind works is like the news is supposed to be news, and when mm-hmm. I can predict what you're going to tell me, there's nothing new <laughs> about it.
2: There's no right. news. To it. Right. Exactly.
1: And it's gotten you know like you said it's just the same old shit and uh it's a little depressing and then anytime something of substance does happen we talk about it for you know two days and then it's gone the new cycle moves on mm-hmm. and um you know it's just a shame really but it's weird it's
2: definitely but, a- yeah it is because you know one day it's uh um what were they um the hornets, though. The killer um, bees, the killer hornets. Uh, yeah, the killer hornets were killer coming. Hornets. Oh no, they just went away. And then, yeah. um, w- well, and then there's I don't know. There's just so much going on there. There's, you know, these explosions that are going on around the world, and um, and then they just they'll just disappear. And then it'll you know w- what's what's our next story? Right. Exactly.
1: Well, look. Uh, so Nicole walked back in. I, I was trying. We talked about some different things that I know might have snoozed you a little. So we yeah. we uh, we <laughs> talked on a couple different um, subjects, but I didn't want to end because I didn't know if there was
2: anything. Yeah, particular. I have
0: one more big question, and we'll let you go. Okay, so okay. this question is called the three truths. Uh
2: huh.
0: Have you done this before?
2: Um, I have heard of it. I haven't done it.
0: Okay. So I want you to imagine that you are. Fill in the blank of like your biggest dream, your, your family's this, your business is this, your vacation, whatever dream big. You've Mm -hmm. got it all right. And you've created everything you wanted to create in your life. You've accomplished all the dreams, all the big goals that you've set. You've made them happen. You've got the family of your dreams. Um, But you have to take everything with you when you die. You have to take everything with you. Like nothing can be left behind, nothing on social, it all gets deleted all of your things, everything you've created, your books, your movies, um, everything, but you get to write down the three things you know to be true about your life, the lessons you would leave behind. All people would have to remember you by are these lessons. What would you say are your three truths?
2: Um. Well, one I mentioned earlier is karma, because I believe that that whatever you put out there is going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can put good or you can put bad, but um, whatever you put out into the world is going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one I would say would be um, be kind, um, mm-hmm. because... I think kindness and understanding kind of go together. And um, just, you know, be kind to to others. And uh, the third... I would say the third one would be... The material things don't matter. Mm. You can't
0: take things. Yeah. Behind
2: in, you. In, the, in the end, they they don't matter because mm-hmm. if I'm going to take all of my things with me, um, then there's you know that uh, you can't in in real life you can't. Mm-hmm. So huh. I would say that the material things don't really matter.
1: Cool, Michael. Is there anything that that uh, about your project or just anything in general? Because obviously, as we talked about some of the big uh, issues um, right now around the world but is there anything in particular that that we left out or that you would like to talk about or you want to bring up or if there's any anything you'd like to let everyone know about uh, you know and and look this doesn't if this goes well we're going to be starting to hopefully pump out I'd love to pump one of these out a week but uh, we're going to start off you know a little more realistic but we definitely I think over time we'd love to have you back on and and I know we're going to get good feedback from this. So
2: I, I think we covered, you know, the majority of the, the, or as far as I can remember the, you know, it's so weird uh, that it seems like it was so long ago that I did this and it really wasn't that long ago, yeah. but with everything that has happened since then, it, it just seems like, wow, you know, when did I do this? Um, but, um, uh, I would, I would say, um, I would encourage you as you're moving forward with your podcast and you're, and looking for guests is um, maybe find you some guests that you can explore some of these hot topics with these discussions that, that are out there in the, in our world today. Mm. Um, because you know, I've had a few of those and, and they're very um they're very eye opening um and like you said earlier you can well we should be able to um it seems as though sometimes the media tells us that that we we here are supposed to hate those that don't think the way we do mm-hmm. but um it, there's it, there was one of my um there was one of my lunches that um i went to lunch with a friend of mine that is gay and we, we, we disagree on politics, religion, and sexual orientation, but we went to lunch, we had a conversation, and we walked away from it, and we're still friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's important. We have to be able to discuss things and, and share our side of stories or share our opinions, but that doesn't mean we have to hate each other yeah that's so important and I think I think as time goes on it, it feels
1: like at least you know what I what I really try to work on right now is not letting the loud minority represent the silent majority meaning I feel like right now as time goes on there's less and less of us you know like us that we're talking about that understand that and have the ability to talk to someone and, and not hate each other it feels like it's becoming more hate and more polarized and more divisive, but I'm, I'm still holding on to faith that that's not actually true. That's just what we hear and it feels like it's more and more, but it's hard to keep that faith. You know what I mean? Because it just feels that
2: way from every angle. Right. But I think in the, and that's what we're being shown on the media on media is it seems as though you're either far this side or you're far that side. When I think And maybe I'm like you, I want to believe that we are still, most of us are in that middle area somewhere, and we can agree to disagree, and we can still be friends, and we can discuss things without hating each other. Amen.
1: And listen to all the uh, the listeners out there, get your ass out and vote. It's coming up. (laughs) It's an important time. Texas is going through some big changes, if you don't realize that. There's a lot going on, and uh, it's important that everyone gets out and votes um, if you have the ability, and if not, there's still ways you can vote. So mm-hmm. um, I know that a lot of the people that listen to our podcast are the type of people that already vote, but uh, we got to get everyone out to vote because there's a large number of people
2: who are not properly represented. Um, you have anything else?
0: Just thank you for doing this.
2: Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad that we finally got to get together and do this yeah. after uh, everything else that's going on. I
1: definitely uh, would like for us to get together. Let's—we uh, should get the calendar out. But let's. Uh, there's a place over here I'd like to treat you to. It's my favorite restaurant in Fort Worth. And um, what's it called? The restaurant? It?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's the Tavern.
2: It's nothing
3: fancy, big and You've been fancy. Been there with Rhonda, right? Oh, you been to the Tavern
2: on Hewland? Is that the? Uh, is that where we went? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my favorite restaurant. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, it was good. Okay, well, you've been there. Well, Dan, I still
1: want to go to the tavern with you. We can still go there. I'm I'm not opposed. (laughs) Yeah, they have French dip Fridays, and uh, that's the place (laughs) Okay, then
2: we need to go on a Friday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but um, I really look forward to it, and uh, you really inspired me. You know, I've been saying that I'm going to do one of these podcasts a week. There's no excuse not to. If you were able to make time and effort for for lunch, and all I've got to do is press record and talk. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time tonight. And uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, either to talk more about it um, or to talk about your um, your glass business or your window tint window tinting, how can people get in touch with you?
2: Um, if you want to share, yeah, uh,
1: I'm
2: on I'm on Facebook at tint my glass. Um, my website is tentmyglass.com. I'm also on Instagram. So all of those, it's, it's Tent My Glass on every one of those. All right.
1: Tent My yep. Glass. And uh, Michael, Hayes, thank you so
2: much, my friend. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Michael. Have a good night. See Thanks, you. guys. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.
2: What's up, everybody?
3: Orlando here from the On Cue podcast. And uh, I'm going to try something a little different. I... Um, I've been struggling with this because I want to put out podcasts, I want to put on some shows, we've had some really good feedback, and I think you all enjoy listening to the little bit that I have to say, but what I struggle with is that I think, um, I, I don't think you really care, and I don't blame you, and I really don't care to share many of my thoughts. I don't think that's what I had in mind when we started this podcast. I think the idea is to pick other people's brains. I think um, that I would prefer to talk to people and interview people and just pick the brains of those who are much smarter than than I than us than we and um, I hope that's what we can turn this into but I have decided that I will finally listen to Nicole and record some podcasts at the end of the day when my brain is working at its best and I'm having some serious thoughts and uh, I'm going to give it a shot so I hope you enjoy this and um And we'll see how it goes. But uh, what I'm struggling with right now is um, our politicians. And I don't... I'm excited about the podcast because I'm going to share things here that I would not share on social media, on Facebook and Instagram because I have strong feelings about that. But... But uh, this gives me an opportunity to vent, if nothing else. And if two or three of you enjoy it, then cool, so be it. But uh, I'm really struggling with our impending election coming up. And the fact that our senators just took an entire month. And please correct me, if someone please contact me if I'm wrong. But I'm fairly certain they just took an entire month, or close to it. I think it was about three weeks or something like that. I should have done some better research, but this is just on my mind tonight. They just took uh, a few good weeks off when the rest of us are working our ass off to keep the country going. And it bothers me. It bothers me, really, that... um, the people who are supposed to be representing us and the people who we vote for and who we have elected are uh, taking a break in the middle of a pandemic and, and a, global, a global crisis that we may have possibly never experienced before. Now, I personally think that we've dealt with much worse as a human being species, but um, this, is, this is a very unique time period. And the people who were supposed to be representing us just decided that they could just take some time off because they're still getting paid. And, and any of this is not directly affecting them for the most part. And that bothers me, regardless if you vote right or left, if you're liberal or conservative, um, Democrat or Republican. Uh, it bothers me that these folks have decided that it would be okay to take some time off. And and I guess I'm just venting here. Um, I'm bitching, I guess. And... Uh, I guess that really does not do much good. Really what we need is more people with solutions and trying to make efforts at um, improving things. But hopefully by me just expressing my views, I can change some of your thoughts um, into at least considering the idea that it's pretty fucked up that these folks take time off when the rest of us are busting our ass to get the job done, if you will. You know, I'm lucky. I, uh, I work for a very good company. I work for um, a man and, and a team of men and women who I really believe in. And they do a good job and I'm so happy and I'm so blessed to have the job that I do. But my point is, when they hired me five and a half years ago, something like that, almost six years ago, they hired me to do a job. They hired me um, to take care of a responsibility that was a necessity. What I what I am responsible for is the operations of a railroad dispatching center, 24-7, around the clock. And um, they did not hire me to take days off. They did not hire me to to uh, not be concerned on Christmas or Easter or any of your other... Uh, I shouldn't say this, Christian holiday, any other holiday. It doesn't matter what the fuck. My birthday, the weekends, they hired me to do a job, and to do that job well. And that is my responsibility. So yes, listen, don't get me wrong, I take days off. And those of you who know me well and work with me know that I I take my days, and I have no problem with that. But even on my days off, my phone is on. And my email is connected, and i' I'm, I'm, I'm receiving questions and answering questions and putting up fires. and'm I'm, and I'm not trying to um, put myself on on high because that's not the point. The point is, I've been hired to do a job. Ultimately, my employer elected me. Even though he pays me well, and I appreciate it very much, he, he pays me to do a job around the clock, 24-7, 365, to meet my responsibilities, um, to provide a safe and healthy working environment, and to keep the operation moving. And I kind of feel, not kind of, I actually absolutely feel like the people that we vote for and the people that we elect to put in office should be doing the same. I get it. We all need time off. We all need to clock out, if you will. Excuse me. We all need uh, vacations. And that sounds warm and fuzzy, and it's great. And don't get me wrong, that's healthy. But at the end of the day, when I'm on vacation, and when I'm on my days off and the weekends, or whatever the hell you want to call it, I'm still responsible for that dispatching center. That is my job. That is my responsibility. Somebody has elected to put me in that position because they trust me um, Because they have faith that I can do my job well, and it is my responsibility to do that job well. So, how these people who were supposed to represent us feel that it is necessary to take three or four weeks off, and the third, going into the third, fourth quarter of the year is necessary, I cannot understand this. I, I I don't have the ability. I wish I did. I wish I could understand how that is uh, normal or how that is acceptable. But I don't. And so I'm not trying to sway your votes one way or the other because those of you who know me well know that I try to be a centrist as much as possible. That, this is not the goal here. All I want to do is to raise your awareness and hopefully um, say something that will pique your interest enough to share it with someone else so, they raise, so we can raise their awareness that we have to really consider who we vote for we have to really consider where we are displacing that power because as an American citizen as as a voting citizen in this great country we have a lot of power but if we don't use it correctly and we don't use it properly It can be abused. There's a good chance it'll be abused anyway, but we have to really consider the people that we put in place. To take these long breaks, look, I get it. Um, By law, or the way it's written, this time period, uh, this recess in the Senate is is time for them to go back and, and... Mingle amongst their constituents. To go back and and spend time with the people who are putting them in that position of power, but let's let's come on, let's just be honest. Let's call it like it is. Let's not, you know, we you can't play a player, player. You know, let's not bullshit each other. It's a time off. It's a time off. There's a few of them that are good. There's a few of them that are actually using this time to spend time with their constituents and the people who put them in that position in the first place. But in general, in general, it's it's a break. It's a time off. It's vacation. Come on. And, And listen, I'm not saying that, look, we all need time off. We all need a break. We all need to unplug, go to an island, go to the beach, get out into the nature, go to an Airbnb in the middle of a city, whatever the fuck makes you happy, we all need to do that. But sometimes the territory that we accept by accepting these certain roles of responsibility means that you don't get those things. You don't get a perfect break you don't get a perfect vacation you don't get a perfect weekend and if that is not for you then you should then don't nominate yourself for that position so uh, i really hope you all we all uh, take these types of things into consideration When I say it's bipartisan, it's because it is. Uh, This just happened. And it takes people from both sides of the aisle for this to happen. They all agreed to take a break. Meanwhile, we have states that are still completely shut down. We have places like Texas, where I live, the land of the free-er, where where we are, are what Americans are supposed to be, and we still have... Uh, significant restrictions on what and how we can do things. And, I, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree. That would be a different show, uh, a different podcast. But the fact that the people that are making these decisions, the people that are are supposed to be representing us, have decided that it's okay to take a break it baffles me, it bothers me. So, please really consider who you vote for. And if you're in one of those positions, yeah, and I'm not talking politically, in a position like me, in a position like many Americans who are responsible for the operations of anything. I don't care if it's a Waffle House, a railroad, an airline uh an oil company, a McDonald, regardless of what the fuck it is if you're responsible for something that benefits our community and you're responsible for it twenty four seven you don't get a break you don't get you don't get complete time off, and i don't know the right metaphor i don't know the right uh I don't know the right way to say this because things have gotten so uh, politicized and so, you know, there's, there's very few things that we can say anymore, but pull up your panties, pull up your underwear, strap up your boots, do what you got to do, and, and meet your expectations because you're not in the position that you are in Purely by your choice. Someone else or a group of people. Whether it's one, two, ten or thousands of people have put you there. And meet those expectations. And do your job as you've been asked to do it. As you've been told to do it. As you have agreed to do it. Do your job every minute of every day. And and if it's too much... Put the reins down. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. If it's too much for you, put the reins down. Step aside and let someone who can handle the heat, who can handle that pressure, let them do it. Uh, Yeah. Just, I, I hope you all have enjoyed this and And uh, it feels really weird. It feels very self-indulging to be talking into a microphone or a headset um, alone with no one else. Because uh, I really don't think, I mean, let's be honest, I'm not that interesting of a person. But I hope that, that we can bring to you something On a more personal level that uh, you need to hear I don't give a fuck if you want to hear it or not but that you need to hear and hopefully you enjoy it and you share it with others and uh, we'll see how this goes but thank you all so much for listening please go out and vote exercise that power that you've been blessed with For the sole fact that you are American. You get to vote. Go and exercise that power. And and do it in a very just form. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all have a great day, night, whatever it is, whenever you hear this. Thank you all. Uh, Stay safe and be peace.